Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 20 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. This is the first of three episodes that explores the impact of motivation on sports performance. The topic for today's episode is, what is motivation? But first, a few preliminary thoughts. As part of my belief that mental training should be viewed the same as conditioning and other aspects of athletic development, I like to think of the mental contributors to sports performance as muscles. Physical and mental muscles have much in common. Physical and mental muscles can be strengthened, but only with consistent exercise. They can also become injured through some sort of bad experience. Also, like the muscles in your body, your only chance to become the best athlete you can be is to commit to making the muscles in your mind as strong as they can be, just like the muscles in your body. My Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast introduces you to five mental muscles that you must strengthen to perform your best. They are motivation, confidence, intensity, focus, and mindset. From Lynn Jennings, the Olympic long distance runner, mental will is a muscle that needs exercise, just like the muscles in the body. So let's start this exploration with mental muscle number one, motivation. Motivation simply defined is your determination and drive to achieve your athletic goals. To perform your best, you must want to begin the process of developing as an athlete, and you must be willing to maintain your efforts until you've achieved your goals. That requires a lot of hard work. Motivation lies at the foundation of everything you do as an athlete, physical, mental, technical, equipment, sleep, nutrition. Without your desire and determination to commit the time and do the work necessary to develop as an athlete, pursuit of your sports goals would end in failure for sure. Simply put, to become the best athlete you can be, you must be motivated to do what it takes to maximize your ability. Motivation in sports is essential for athletic success for several reasons. First, it involves putting consistent effort in every area of your life that affects sports performance. It influences the effort you put in in your physical conditioning, technical and tactical training, equipment preparation, and mental training. Motivation also plays a big role in how your general lifestyle impacts your sport, including sleep, eating habits, school and work, and relationships. Second, motivation determines your willingness to continue to work hard in the face of fatigue, boredom, pain, and the desire to do other things. Your motivation also influences whether you make sports your number one priority in your life. To be sure, though you may love your sport, you are also faced with other competing interests, including school and work, other hobbies, your social life, and of course, family responsibilities. How you prioritize your sport in your life will impact the choices you make in terms of how you spend your time and energy. The reason motivation is so important is that it's the only contributor to sports performance over which you have control. There are three things that impact how well you perform. First, your athletic ability as an athlete, which includes your innate physical talent and inborn psychological attributes. Because athletic ability is something you're born with and is limited by, it is out of your control. Second, the difficulty of the competition influences how you perform. Contributors to difficulty include the ability of your opponents, weather, and conditions at the competitive venue, for example, field conditions. You have no control over these factors. Finally, motivation will impact performance. Motivation directly influences the level of success that you will ultimately achieve. 
If you're highly motivated to improve your performances, then you will put in the time and effort necessary to fully develop yourself as an athlete. Physical, technical, tactical, mental. If you're competing against someone of nearly equal fitness and skill, it will not be ability that will determine the outcome. Rather, it will be the athlete who works the hardest, who doesn't give up, and who performs their best when it counts. In other words, the athlete who is most motivated to perform their best. Motivation involves an unwavering commitment to do what is necessary to perform at your highest as you strive toward your athletic goals. It means continuing to work hard in the face of challenges, setbacks, and failure. Motivation ensures that your sport will be your top priority and that the choices you make in your life best serve the pursuit of those goals. And it involves an ongoing determination to do your best as well as a day-to-day -day dedication to giving your fullest effort in everything that will impact your sports performance. From Homer Rice, the legendary American football player, coach, and college athletics administrator. You can motivate by fear and you can motivate by reward. But both those methods are only temporary. The only lasting thing is self-motivation. When I speak to groups of young athletes, I always ask how many have big goals, like going to the Olympics or playing professional ball. At least 90% always raise their hands with great enthusiasm. I then ask how many are doing everything they can to achieve their goals. Only one or two tentative hands go up. What this tells me is that there is often a big gap between the goals athletes have and their effort they're putting into those goals. Let's be realistic. It's easy to say that you want to be a successful athlete. It's a whole other story to actually make it happen. If you have this kind of disconnect, you have two choices. You can either lower your goals to match your effort, or you can raise your effort to match your goals. There is no right answer here, but if you're truly motivated to be successful, you better make sure that you're doing the work necessary to achieve your goals. From Jesse Owens, the legendary Olympic sprint champion, we all have dreams, but in order to make dreams come into reality, it takes an awful lot of determination, self-discipline, and effort. As I just said, it's easy to say you're motivated to do the work, but the reality is you have to do the work. So motivation isn't just a perception or a feeling. Rather, motivation is whether you're actually willing to do the day-to-day -day work necessary to achieve your sports goals. To help you better understand your motivation, let me identify some signs of low motivation to see if they ring any bells with you. Do you often have a lack of desire to practice as much as you should? You might do a minimum of what's expected of you in your on-field and off-field training, but when you have the opportunity to do a little more, you pass on it. Do you give less than 100% effort in training? Unless you work one-on-one -on -one with a coach, it's pretty easy to hide behind your teammates and not put full effort in, whether in the gym or out in the field. And I've seen some athletes who could win Oscars for best actor in their training. So good are they at giving every appearance that they're giving 100% effort, panting breathlessly, grunting and grimacing when they really aren't. The fact is though, that if you don't give everything you've got, you won't make the gains necessary in your training. You won't improve as well or as fast as you can, and you probably won't achieve your athletic goals. Do you skip or shorten training? Every athlete has some of those days when they just don't feel like going to training. It might be because the workouts begin at 5 a.m. or it's really hot outside. And let's be honest, even the most motivated athletes will miss a workout. And there are also those days when you're just not feeling it and you rationalize that cutting your training a little short, 
For example, doing a few less reps in the gym or not doing a last drill on the field, course, court, track, or hill won't really matter. But if you either skip workouts completely or shorten them with regularity, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're cheating yourself in your pursuit of your goals. Also, do you make choices that aren't in the best interests of your athletic goals? As I mentioned earlier, you probably have interests outside of your sports participation that conflict with your sports. Would you rather play your guitar, hang out with friends, spend time with your social media, or watch movies? These other options may be more fun and certainly are far less tiring and painful. But the question you must always return to when faced with such choices is, is my sport important enough for me to choose training over these other alternatives? If you show any of these signs of low motivation, they should be a wake-up call for you, a red flag. Because if you continue to exhibit these symptoms, it's safe to say that you're very likely not going to achieve your sports goals, assuming that they're at all high. But take heart in knowing that it's not too late to find your motivation. I was in the same situation when I was a 16-year-old ski racer and found my motivation that propelled me to competing at the international level. You can turn this pattern around tap into your motivation, and learn to work hard when you embrace the grind and your efforts equal your goals. From Joe Namath, the Super Bowl winning quarterback, if you aren't going all the way, why go at all? I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 20 of Train Your Mind for Athletic Success. And be on the lookout for episode 21 in the near future.